sky. So it's important that you recall just how powerful you are. It is important that you remember that you live, that you breathe, that you affirm how powerful you are. It is important that you understand that in our hour together on Sunday mornings, we can tell you just how powerful you are. And it feels good, doesn't it? They nod. Maybe. Only when you say it with conviction does it feel good. It feels good. Of course it does. But we need you to recall this because I've only got an hour of your time. I've only got an hour of your time. And what's important with the, is within this hour is you have the ability to take all of that good feeling stuff back out with you into that thing that exists out there that we call the day-to-day -day life. See, in here, all of that gets suspended. What occurs in this moment, in this time frame, within our hour together, doesn't occur out there. Because out there, it's fraught with reminders of, well, that's just day-to-day -day life. Here, I'm told consistently what a powerful expression, what a powerful creator of God that I am. And when I get out there, for some reason, my coworkers don't tell me that. For some reason, when I'm dealing with family members or other folks, they don't tell me that. When I'm dealing with the electric company, they don't tell me you are a powerful creator. They just tell me you forgot to send the check. So it's important for you to recall that. And to recall it to the point that you want to have no other feeling being your predominant feeling as you move forward. You know, all this month we're talking about effortless create or talking about creation, mindful creation. Today we're going to talk about effortless creation. Effortless creation. Just the title feels good. Right? Just the title feels good. But it is in that moment of effortless creation that we begin to say, well, what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And how does that happen? And it's in those questioning of how that happens, what it looks like, where does it occur, that we immediately begin to say, that's something separate from what I am. As opposed to, that is all that I am. So I'm going to give you the key right now to effortless creation. For those of you taking notes, this is the time. The key to effortless creation is this. Stop trying to create and begin being the creator. Stop trying to create and begin being the creator. So you didn't come into this journey to be or to create anything. You came into this journey to be the creator. You came into this journey to speak your word and know that it would manifest. You came into this journey to know that your every good feeling thought, that every time you feel good, you feel joy, you are living as presence. And those times when we feel out of sync, 
doesn't mean you've lost your connection to presence. You can't lose your connection to presence. What it means is you have forgotten to take this feeling with you. You have simply chosen to overlay the knowing of how powerful you are with the recognition of something that's occurring in the external world. So you have the opportunity to always feel good. I want to share something Ernest Holmes wrote. He said, never limit your view of life by your past experience. And we love that because what it means is right here, right now, regardless of what anybody has done or not done, regardless of what they were told in the churches and the theologies for of where they grew up, you are a powerful expression of source. And all that you do, you are a dynamic creator. If you've made a mistake in the past, if you've done something wrong in the past, if you don't feel that you've been as spiritual as you could have been in the past, or has lived in alignment in the past with source as you were able to live in the now, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is the feeling the awareness that you take from this moment out into the external world. That's what matters. And the more you operate from that feeling, the more effortless creation becomes. Because creation is not about demonstrating the perfect mate, the perfect car, the perfect job. Creation, effortless creation, is about that feeling, that knowing, that awareness, that as I speak, God speaks. As I breathe, God breathes. As I think, God thinks. As I imagine, God demonstrates. That's your affirmation. That is your knowing. That is your effortless creation. And so everything else that comes into play along with that, begins to unfold through you. And what we want to realize is we're always creating all the time. Even when it's something we might not want to create, when we've got that feeling, you know, like or we're, we're anticipating, we're visualizing something that might not be a positive outcome to occur, right? We're anticipating a negative energy response to something. Well, that's creation as well. You know, last week I announced... I announced last week, we're doing away with our podcast services. We're doing away with them. And subscribers can, people can subscribe, or we're going to put one a month on, and pledge members will see no difference. And the reason we're doing that is we have a huge podcast following. Huge podcast following. following. And as podcast downloads went up, plays went up, attendance has gone down. Right? And so when we were talking about this, I was saying, you know, I know, I know there's going to be some pushback. I already know there's going to be some pushback. And I was going all through my mind about how that was going to unfold and what I was going to say and how I was going to say it. Because trust me, I get it. You guys like to have your talks available immediately following service. I hear it all the time. But I kept going through, what are we going to say? Or how am I going to say and re respond to that? Because, you know, I have to say something loving and ministerial-like. 
And so I think, I think I've got it. And it's all really all about those talks not being available, not being avail readily available right after service, with the exception of CD. And so last week after service, Finn comes up to me, and he's, and he's a little hesitant, and he says, I don't know how to tell you this, but the talk didn't record. The talk didn't record. And for those that are going to get this podcast today, let me tell you, it was an awesome talk. You missed a great deal. People were walking on water as they were leaving. We discussed the miracles of life. And Finn was very apologetic. He went through all the things that he thought that he had did or didn't do. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, no, that's the effect of my thinking about, thinking through what we were going to do when the talks were not readily available. Finn was just a demonstration of the visualization. You understand? You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Finn is just a pain in my side at this point in time. So that's an effortless creation that I really didn't want, but the reality is people are doing that all the time. They're either worrying, they're thinking about past mistakes or past experiences, and the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. What do you know? What do you know? What you know is that you are a powerful creative force, that you are the expression of divine energy and perfect function and form. What you know is when you speak, God speaks. When you breathe, God breathes. When you visualize, God demonstrates. That's what you know. Everything else is secondary. Everything else is secondary. But you have to take that knowing and begin to work with it now. Am I working with it effectively? Am I creating the experience that I want to create? Or am I allowing my what-ifs, how will this turn out, become a part of my journey? Am I letting my worry control my existence? Or am I letting my knowing guide me? We want to get to that point where our knowing guides us all the time. You know, it's very interesting. I was watching a, a YouTube video in Florida by the pool. Little umbrella in my cocktail, just so you know. We had a private pool. I loved it. And the YouTube video was all about um, stupid, lot stupid lottery winners. That was the name of it. And how they lost their millions and all that that they won. And I got to thinking about the number of times people have said, you know, I want to win the lottery. And I'm visualizing it. And I'm visualizing it. And I'm treating for it. And I'm even scripting. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And you know what, Reverend Tony? When I win, I'm going to give the church 10%. 10%. You know what that is? That is old school creating. Bottom line, 
old school creating. It is a barter with presence. It is a barter with the infinite. I will do this if I win this. So let's peel that back because I know you guys are all so great and well off that you don't need to win the lottery. Everybody say, thank you, God. When that comes your way, you say, thank you, God. You don't say he's full of it. Okay? You accept that effortless creation. But let's assume that we know someone that wants to win the lottery. And let's look beyond all the physical effects of what that looks like. Let's forget about the fact that it means paying off all the bills, taking care of family, buying that house on wherever you want to buy the house, having that special beach place, wherever that may be, and so many cabana boys you've lost count. You notice there's only one or two people I'm looking at with that comment. It doesn't mean any of that. What it means is you're searching for a feeling. What it means is you're look, searching for a feeling that feels good. You're looking for the feeling of what does it feel like to be in the flow so succinctly, so clearly, so powerfully that you can give freely. That's what people are looking for. And here's the kicker. The feeling has to come before the demonstration. The feeling has to come before the demonstration. And this is why there are YouTube videos with hundreds of thousands of hits titled Stupid Lottery Winners. They didn't generate the feeling of what it felt like before they manifested. It, they didn't think it through. So what this is telling us is anyone can have the computer generate a lottery number or pick a numbers. My pet, my favorite cat's birthday is. But it's the individual who has crafted the feeling, lived in the vibration of the feeling long enough powerfully enough, clear enough, that had re that remembers and recalls what a powerful expression of source that they are, that retains the abundance of the universe. That retains the abundance of the universe. Now, I'll share a story with you. I know someone, know someone, that one, very intimately, know someone, that won $60,000 on a radio call-in show thing. Remember, it was uh, 98.5, the song of the day, right? And you, they'd play the song of the day, and you'd have X amount of time to call in. So I was driving in. This was long before I even thought about ministry or even being a practitioner. And I was driving into to the church one day, and I was going to be the usher for a Wednesday night service. And I heard the song, and I'm just dialing the number. I'm just dialing the number. I got a busy signal, right? 
we're sorry, but presence is busy right now. And so I finally gave up because I didn't want to be late for ushering. Just couldn't be late for ushering. But when I, right before I turned off the car, the winner got through. The winner got through. And they said, congratulations, you're the 98th caller. What's your name? And they said, Dan Burns. I said, Dan Burns. I said, I know a Dan Burns. He comes to this church. I usher with a Dan Burns. He comes to this church. It can't be the same Dan Burns. So I walk in, go in, I'm ushering, and in comes Dan Burns. And I said, I just heard somebody by the name of Dan Burns win $60,000. Was that you? And he said, yeah. And I went, get out. I was so far removed from that that I couldn't even fathom imagining somebody winning that amount of money. Now, for the record, he spent that money long before we ever got together. <laughs> I married him anyway. He's been spending it ever since. But what I can tell you about Dan Burns and him winning that money is he was long practicing the energy, the feeling of giving because it feels good long before he ever won that money. Long before he ever won that money. So what does this tell, tell us? It tells us that the feeling, the thought, must become the thing, before, come before the thing. That's what it tells us. That effortless creation is really about being so centered in the power of now, the power of your consciousness, the power of your awareness, that you know that the entire universe is conspiring for you. No matter what. No matter what the past is, no matter what you did yesterday, no matter what they say about you. You know, I love it when people come and visit from other centers or they're here for the first time. I always get one of the, the very first things they say to me is, well, I just had to come. I've heard so many things about you. And I always like to reply, well, only half of them are true. Right? The rest is like, I always ask, or I ask, you know, well, what bathroom walls have you been reading? Why? Because they have to move into that awareness for themselves. They have to move into that knowing that what they're doing, what they're participating in, is an expression, a knowing of their own evolution of their own expansion of presence. And so I'm not here to teach, I'm here to remind. I want to share something that uh, Jim Rohn said. He said, you must take personal responsibility. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something 
you have charge of. That is something you have charge of. So whatever is going on in your journey, whatever manifestation it is that you want to make, let's forget about trying to manifest it. Let's forget about trying to create it, and let's begin being the creator. Moving into that self-awareness knowing that effortless creation is about the knowing that when you speak, you demonstrate with ease. That when you speak, your word is in such alignment with the power of presence, it has no choice but to manifest. That when you visualize something, the entire universe is conspiring with you. Conspiring with you. And you don't have to barter for your good. See, that's old school creation. Old school creating. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. When it does work, there's not a foundation, so it doesn't sustain. What creates the foundation? The energetic feeling, the vibration of knowing, knowing how powerful you are. The universe does not recognize your past. The universe doesn't know of your past. It only knows of your now. It only knows of your potential. That's all it's recognizing. The universe only knows what it is that the feeling, the thought, the vision, the word, all that you're bringing forward through your consciousness in this moment of now. So, is that something you want to live going forward within your existence? Yes or no? You get to say, this thought that I'm having, this word that I'm speaking, is what I want to live. It is something so powerful that it's not only going to bring joy to my life, it's going to bring joy to the lives of those around me. It's going to serve as a powerful ripple effect impacting all of the universe for something better and better and better and better and off into infinity off into infinity. That's how powerful you are. That's how powerful you are. So, Confucius said, the will to win, the desire to succeed, the urge to, to reach your full potential, these are the keys that will unlock the door to personal excellence. We'll get it out. These are the keys that will unlock the door to personal excellence. What did he say? The will, the desire, the urge. What is that? Those are feelings, emotion. And so the one emotion that we need to maintain for effortless creation, one feeling that we need to maintain for effortless creation is the feeling of being that powerful expression of source, of knowing that when you speak, God speaks. When you breathe, God breathes. Don't kid yourself. Don't think because you made a mistake yesterday, you're not powerful. Don't limit yourself by thinking, 
where you know I had all this trouble in my past, so I don't deserve, hello, this new vision that I want to bring forward. Or my vision that I have is so big, I have to barter with the creative power that I am in order for it to come forward. Don't kid yourself. That's not necessary. It's not necessary. I often believe that a lot of times when people are operating in that old school creation or limiting themselves by talking about their past, what they're really saying at the core level is, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to let go. I'm not ready to be to begin living the life I say that I want because I'm still caught up in discussing the life that I had. Raymond Charles Barker used to do something, and I practice this today, still to this day, and I asked the practi our practitioners to practice it as well. People would come to Dr. Raymond Charles Barker for affirmative prayer work, and he would sit in their office, and, or they would sit in his office, and he'd start a little timer. And they would say, Dr. Barker, I just need to, before we do the treatment, I need to tell you about why I want it, and what's happened, and yada, yada, yada. And he says, okay, you got 15 minutes. After that, I don't need to hear anything else. And you know why he would do that? He didn't want to allow anything to impact his knowing that what sat in front of him was this powerful expression of source. Because it was his knowing that was activating the treatment work. And by not letting that individual go on about their past, go on about the, the, the problem they were having, he was also effortlessly moving them into the greater idea. The moment he began speaking his treatment. You got 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Can you define your past in 15 minutes? Can you define the things you want to heal, transform within 15 minutes? If the answer is yes, awesome. You're good to go. If the answer is, eh, I think I'm going to need 25 maybe 26 minutes, let go and let God. Let go and let God. The universe doesn't care about the past. The universe is not going to recognize it. The universe is only going to recognize the potential that you embody in the now. And the potential that you embody in the now is infinite. What you can do with it has no limits and is not constrained by anything that's occurred from this day prior. Breathe. What do you want to create from this moment forward? What will be the feeling that you bring into it? The feeling that we want you to bring into it is what we began with, the recollection of how powerful you are. 
the feeling of being that dynamic expression of source energy. The knowing, the recognition that everything that you have created, the good and the bad, the not so hot, has all been about your being powerful. Has all been an, a, an affirmation of your ability to work with presence. Now the reality is presence is always in alignment with you. It's never left you. This connection, this alignment you have with source, it didn't care if you made a mistake in the past. All it cared about was the, is that you are the open conduit. And it's in alignment with you. So you're not going to lose your alignment. What we want you to lose is any thought that says you are destined to keep repeating the past. You're not. You're only destined to keep repeating the past if you choose to refocus continuously on the past. That's how that works. For the record, I want everybody that's ever said to me, Reverend Tony, I'm going to win the lottery. I want them to win. I'm going to retire when that happens. Okay? Win the lottery. Do it. But do it not from an energy of bartering. Do it from an energy of practicing the feeling of feeling good. Do it from an energy that says, always, I am a powerful expression of source. You know, I saw a great commercial, I think it was yesterday. Okay, pay attention. It's called cougartime.com. I see some of you have already visited this website. And it just made so much sense to me. It shows this nice-looking, younger, attractive fella, and he's on the dating scene, and he's doing speed dating, and there's all these ladies that are approaching him that are in his age range, and they're talking about how fabulous they are and that it, it, it should be his pleasure and honor to buy them a cocktail and yada, 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 yada. And then finally, a lady sits down, not as young as the ones that first approached him. And she said, how about if I buy you a drink? How about if I buy you a drink? And I thought, that is the ticket. That is the ticket that begins changing how people begin relating to creating their experience. Because there's, there's this idea, this false idea, that it has to unfold a certain way. That there's this idea that love unfolds because of age similarities. There's this idea that love unfolds because it's meeting the right person at the right time. None of which is true. Love unfolds, love manifests, the right and perfect partner comes into your being because, or your experience, because you're being the feeling of love in the now. You're being the creator expressing love as opposed to trying to create the right and perfect relationship. So as far as I'm concerned, go on cougar.com. Go, go on Dial-A-Daddy. I don't care. It's, what, it's whatever's floating your boat. But do it from that awareness that what you're creating, what you're creating is an effect of the feeling that you're living.
an effect of the feeling that you're living. What is the feeling that you're living? Are you living from the feeling of being that powerful expression of source? Yes. Yes, Reverend Tony, and we are. Yes, I am. I am. Of course you are. Take that feeling with you. Take that feeling with you out into the day today. Take that feeling with you in the water cooler conversations in the office. Take that feeling with you when you're looking at your checking account. Take that feeling with you when you're doing your scripting. Because that is the feeling of knowing that the universe is conspiring with you. That the universe is working through you and as you. And that is the feeling that begins your effortless creation. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Watch this. Finn, we get that recorded? And Finn gives us a thumbs up. Yay! So if you would please fr say the tithing affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. And if the ushers would...